Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you very much, Deacon. Hallelujah. Oh, let's give God some praise. Let's just continue worshiping God this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we praise you this morning. We lift you up. Hallelujah. God, you are good. You've been so good to us this morning. Hallelujah. You woke us up this morning in our right mind. You started us on our way. You got us on our journey. Lord Jesus, we praise you. Lord Jesus, we magnify you. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, you are a rock on our shield. Lord, you are a hiding place. Majesty, majesty, we worship you. Oh, there's a sweet spirit in this place. And I know that it is the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I give God honor and praise this morning for the service thus far. I want to thank God for everyone who here. Brother John, thank you for coming in this morning. Glad to see you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you to see everyone this morning. In Jesus' name, Mother Moore, yes, you've been away for a while. Thank you again for for being here. And all my ministers, thank you for showing up. My praise team, my wife, uh, oh, Deacon on the back, praise the Lord, Dudley and Deacon Lawrence, bless the Lord, Minister Lawrence, bless the Lord. Oh, my mother-in-law, God bless you. Oh, God bless you. Oh, she's a technical operator. I don't know where she gets computer skills all of a sudden. You know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Oh, his wonders to perform. This little old lady upon the computer talking about, let me see who I'm on mute because they're making noise in the Lord's church. <laughs> Bless the Lord. Y'all on the, telechine, the telephone church line, you better watch out with your background noise. We got uh, Sister Esther over here watching over you. Just waiting to push a button to shut you down. Oh, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. My house shall be holy. Oh, bless the Lord. In Jesus' name. So I want to thank everybody. Let's just pray. Heavenly Father God, I want to thank you for bringing us together one more time. Thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for your message. I want to thank you for what you're about to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Let your word go forth. Move me away. Demonstrate your spirit this morning. Let your will be done. Hallelujah. In all things. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. You may be seated. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, everybody doing all right this morning? All right, all right. You see, the people on the telechurch line, seems like they got it good. They got it. They wrapped up in their bed. Y'all, y'all with me this morning on the telechurch line? Y'all, y'all worshiping with me this morning? Yeah, yes, not even praise nothing. the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on, man. You gotta, you're not going to have it so easy sitting up here in your house, and then you're going to be quiet on the line, too. Now, when I ask you to praise the Lord, you got to praise the Lord, telechurch. Praise the Lord. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. There you go. There you go. We got we Praise got our pastor, yeah, we got Pastor Joseph on the line, and he's been uh, with us every week. Uh, he he's been on the our devotion line. When, you know, he leads the prophecy section, and he's here with us this morning. I'm going to ask Pastor Joseph to greet the church uh, all the way from South Korea. Uh, pastor Joseph, is your wife there also? Is uh, Sister Tabitha on the line? Uh, greetings to you. Uh, she. She's uh she's just coming back from a celebration. Which was okay, all right. No problem. Go ahead and yeah, go ahead and greet the church for us. Uh, praise the Lord in Jesus' name. Yeah, greetings to you and uh, 
Hangover uh, we we quite delightful to be part of the prayer uh, and we thank God for giving us alive. Uh, we thank God for the business. We thank God for everything. And we, we trust in God. Bless him. And I want to thank God for prayers. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Bless the Lord. I want to thank Pastor Joseph for joining us. Thank you for that word. We want to appreciate you. Hallelujah. And give God thanks for all that he's doing. We got our minister, Anne, on the line. Minister Anne, you're there? Minister Anne, you're there on the line. Are you back in the background washing dishes? What you got going on? You need to come to church? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Minister Anne, check out on us. <coughs> God Excuse me. Good. Praise the Lord. God bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. Uh, there's a scripture in Matthew 13, verse 8. <clears throat> and y'all don't go to sleep on me on the telechurch line. Because I can't see you, I can see you in the spirit. Amen. All right. Y'all better Amen. be awake up in here. Bless the Lord. Right, Mother Praise Moore? The They're on the telechurch line sleeping on us up in here. Yes, no. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Tell the church people, oh man, you know, we give them the telephone, not they gone sleep with the phone in their ears. Yeah, have you ever had a conversation with someone and they're on the phone? And you're, you're so deep in the conversation, you're like, yes, and yesterday, you know, like the last time that happened, you don't hear a word. <laughs> you're like, hello? Hello? Hello, hello. God is good. Thing, two seconds you hear. <laughs> so tell the church, I'm, I'm depending on you this morning We can't see you but we're going to know if you're there or not no. If we get into the word And I say amen church and I ain't hear nothing I know I know you fell asleep on me Amen oh, Bless amen. the Lord, bless the Lord. That is good. Hallelujah There you go you got to get noisy Bless the Lord hallelujah Yeah word is to be praised Yes Hallelujah. Oh, there's Aunt Pearl. I hear Aunt Pearl. There you go. There you go. <laughs> bless the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Bless you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. All right. She knows what it's like. She knows what it's all about. Now, in Matthew 13, <clears throat> it says, The same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside. And great multitudes were gathered together unto him, so that he went into a ship and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the fowls came up and devoured them. Some fell upon stony places, where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But others fell onto good ground and brought forth fruit, some an hundred, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold, who had ears. Who has ears to hear? Let him hear. 
One of the trick about this parable is that Jesus was throwing words at the very people he was giving the parables to. He said, whosoever has a hear, let them hear. Have a, has an ear to hear, let them hear. And it was a parable, but it was direct. Because while he was sitting on the ship, he was throwing out the seeds. So he was saying to the people who were sitting in front of him, some of you are like this. But he didn't say the word you. He said, some are like this. Now, I know sometimes in church and in sermons and in, in scenarios, a lot of times when things are spoken in abstract, we take it as an opportunity to escape ourselves or say, well, he didn't say me, so that don't apply to me. We have three, we, the Bible talks about these three distinct types of people. Some fell by the wayside. You see what I'm saying? Now, the question is, people will look at the word wayside <laughs> and say, well, I am not by the wayside. But the wayside is not a place you are. It's a way you behave. You see that? So when the seed fell by the wayside, it's your response to the seed acts like you are a wayside. Your response will determine whether you're a wayside or not. Well, you might check that one off. and say, well, I ain't no wayside. And I guarantee you, if I go through this entire list, many people will check off all the lists and say, I'm none of these. But then you can know if you're one of them if you don't bear fruit. You can't check and say, I'm excluded for all of these, but yet bear no fruit. That's an escape. You're trying to not take responsibility for where you fall in the whole seed list, if you will. Now I want to show you something. He says the fowls came up and devoured them. And some people might try to escape by getting and say, well, there's no fowls around my life. But if you think about what causes you to lose your opportunity for God to grow in your life, that is the fowl. It is not fowls as an extension. The fowls belong on the wayside. They belong there. Fowls are not estranged to the wayside. So when you look into your life and you say, where are my fowls? The fowls are the very thing God blessed you with. Because the Bible says in Genesis, and God created the what? The fowls of the air. The fowls are not a curse. The fowls are a blessing. So the first principle that caused you to lose your seed is your blessing. Oh, hallelujah, you're silent on me. A lot of times when God blesses us, he's not expecting your blessing to separate you from his fellowship. But a lot of times it happens. Now you have a car, but now you got places to be, right? So the car becomes a foul that takes you away. Before you were lonely, and God blessed you with a relationship. Now you're married. Oh, I can't come to church today because I got to cook my husband's dinner. Oh, hallelujah. You see, now your husband is now a foul. Sorry to say it. Didn't mean to offend y'all. But I'm just saying. You may even be the wife. But it separates you from your growth in Christ. 
It's the foul. It plucks you up and plucks you. Hey, Lord, bless me with a job. I need me a job, Lord. I know God bless you with a job, and guess what? Ain't nobody see you. No, I'm all for taking your sheep out the ditch. Don't get me wrong. Jesus taught a principle that what man is going to have a sheep in the ditch and leave it there? When your, fam- when your life is in turmoil and you have to separate yourself from God, so to speak, to go fix it, it's supposed to be a temporary movement. You're supposed to go in the ditch and come out. <laughs> but a lot of people have taken up residence in the ditch. Oh, hallelujah. You've, you've left God to go find. God went into the, into the muck. He went into the friends of the, 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 the publicans. And he fellowshiped with people who were common man, you would call it. But he draw them out into a different place. If you're going to save somebody, just like someone who's drowning, make sure you plan on coming back. Make sure you plan on coming back because then that don't count as taking your sheep out the ditch. That's as count as you falling by the wayside. So a lot of times our very blessing becomes a crow. I didn't even want to use the word curse. It becomes a crow. Oh, hallelujah. Don't let the very thing that God bless you with hurt your relationship with God. It's better you lose it again. Lord, I'm going to start out this job. I'm going to believe you gave it to me. I'm going to pay the first bill so I can get on my feet. But I tell you, Lord, please touch the heart of that employer so that when I say I need a day to go visit with the assembly, if God can change Pharaoh's heart and touch Saul's heart, God can touch your employer's heart. But you would have to wanted that heart to be touched. You'd have had a want to come out the ditch. Amen? Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Let me check if I lose anybody from off the ditch. I'm counting everybody. They're still on the area. They're with me. They're still there? Okay. Bless the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Thank you. Now, the Bible says some fell upon stony places. Oh, hallelujah. Where they had not much earth. And forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness. That's almost offensive to preach. Oh, hallelujah. You see, this is not talking again about a place. It's talking about a way how you are. A a type of person. It's talking about a personality. It's talking about a rocky place. And it's saying... Because they have no deepness of earth, and when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. You ain't going to get no root if you're in the ditch. 
You move, if you stay in the ditch, you're going to become like very hard and solid. But a lot of times, even unforgiveness, even hatred, these things that are in our lives make our heart become hard. Fear, concerns, even the very thing we're praying for hardens our heart and prevents us from having the faith we need to push through and operate like a fertile soil. So nothing that is planted, we can't even receive it. Will you receive the word of God this morning? I want you to do an inventor. I want you to really just look into yourself and say, who am I? What is my state of being? If someone should come with me, come to me with a word, will the word flourish or will the word die? If the word will die, then you have to pick one of these places that you are. They have two types of personality. One they call, they say you are a extrovert and you are an introvert. One don't, introvert don't mean you don't talk. Introverts talk a lot and extroverts talk a lot. One of the, the things that separates an introvert from an extrovert is like an introvert may go five levels deep into thinking about something. An introvert is, for example, say they are thinking about whether or not they should go to the park. An introvert may say, well, today's today's Sunday, and after church, I'm going to go to the park, but I want to, if it's raining, okay, let me go, I'm going to have to check the weather, make sure it's raining, and by then I'll get there at 2 o'clock, so that after 2 o'clock I'm going to be eating lunch, and then after that I'm going to get home, my movie starts at 3, and then and an introvert will go about 5, 6 levels down into the thought. They might not even go to the park by the time they're done. <laughs> they might talk themselves out of it. An extrovert, while they're outspoken, just like an introvert, say, I'm going to go to the park. You're like, right now? Yeah. <laughs> and they're gone. <laughs> There's good and bad in every procedure. None is better. They're more able to do things right off the bat. But here we're talking about your personality, and you're talking about a deepness. When you have a deepness of earth, you think about things in more than just the surface level. The Bible tells you and encourages all of us to have some measure of introversion, where we think about things deeply. Where we don't just take things at the surface level and say, oh, God bless me, okay, bless the Lord, all right, and move on. There's nothing wrong with having like a spirit where you, you know, you just think real quick and just do something. But it can't be your lifestyle. And nothing is wrong with having deepness. You need both in balance. But what I'm saying is that God encourages us to have depth. You have to have depth to you. When someone speaks to you a word, you have to see how far it reaches into your spirit. You have to be able to understand the depth of what someone's saying and the depth of purpose, what God's using you for, and the meaning behind things. You have to can go deep with God. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Because this is why it's important. When you have depth, it's like the foundation of a building. The foundation of a building has to be equally as deep as it is tall. Do you know that? Yeah. If you ever look at a skyscraper downtown, and you say, whoa, 
That's a tall building. You think the foundation is just right there under the ground? And it's equally true for a tree. If you ever want to look, look, um, sorry, if you ever wanted to know what the roots of a tree look like, just look at the tree itself. The tree is a mirror image of what the roots look like upside down. If it's broad and fluffy, the roots are going to be broad and fluffy, like a mirror. Just put it like a mirror. So you can look up at a person and tell how deep they are, the depths of their spirit, by how they behave. A pine tree that shoots up tall have roots that go down deep. Same thing with the bamboo. The bamboo tree has some deep roots, and then it shoots up tall. So in essence, it, we need roots to be stable. So that when someone comes with something that is offensive, we will always, even if it shifts us for a moment, we will always come back because the foundation will straighten us up. Oh, hallelujah. People talk about the earthquake the other day and it was rocking the building. Imagine if it didn't have any foundation. When it rocked to the left, it won't know where to go back to. It's not the top that determines where it stays. It's the foundation that determines how the top stays. So when you have the deepness of the foundation in your life, someone may come and rock you on a position, but the foundation that you're building will straighten you back out without even thinking. And oh, we thank God for the foundation we have in Jesus Christ this morning. Hallelujah. Because God knows he's a promise that we can depend on. Amen, church. We need to be deep. We can't be just on the surface, surface level. If you're on the surface, something comes and bumps you to the left, you're going to be on the left. Then something comes and bumps you on the left again, you're going to be at the left. You're not going to know where you stand. But boy, when you are rooted, you can only bend and flex. And when they see you even leaning, you ever see after a hurricane, some plants leaning on the side? Before long, they strain, or even plants that, that didn't get water for a while, it just float over. But then as soon as they get the water and the revival, they just stand back up. Oh, hallelujah. We want to be like that, church. We want to have the roots. And the scripture tells us, and some fell amongst thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. Now, I know a lot of times we hear this scripture. And we think, yes, because we have some tiny friend. And every time I try to do something, they choke my blessing. No, ain't your friends choking nothing. No. Ain't your friends. This parable is not talking about the wayside. It's not talking about, the, it's talking about you. You are the wayside. Oh, hallelujah. You are the rocky ground. And you are the thorn. Oh, hallelujah. And I'm talking about there are times when, I don't know if this has ever happened to you. I'm a type of person, I'm a type of person that I like to find solutions to problems. I, I really, it's like a puzzle to me. You tell me a problem I'm going to say, well, you can do this, you know, and if you do that, you do that. And if I don't know the problem, I, while you're telling me the problem, I'm probably Googling it to try to figure it out. 
But then you have those who make it their solution to find a problem. You understand what I just said? Their solution is to find a problem. Because once there's a problem, they don't have to do nothing. They don't have to take responsibility. They don't require no accountability because there's a block. So they're a living, breathing thorn because they will choke out any suggestion, any perspective that comes to open up the way for them to act and grow and bear fruit. That's a thorn. So you're not working? No, I can't find no job. Did you look for the job? Well, I don't have any phone to call anybody. Oh, well, why don't you just go and knock on the door, like walk out and say, well, it's winter now and it's snowing. Well, why didn't you go last summer? Well, we live in the woods and there's no business around. Oh, that's a good good idea. Why don't you cut some folks' grass and get some money? I don't have a lawnmower. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh, I know a brother down the street that have a lawnmower, and he, but I don't have no gas, and I'm allergic to gas. Lord, I need, I need, tell you what, tell you what, I'm going to hire you right now. When you're ready. Well, um, well, the other day somebody said they were going to call me, so I'm waiting to see if they call me, and I'll let you know. <laughs> Church, I'm telling you, talking about they, you know what? You should get a job as a writer. <laughs> you, you should be in the movie business. You can come up with some stuff. Uh, that's a that's a that's what it's uh, thorn is. It'll choke any opportunity for them to bear fruit. It's not the friends choke now. Hey, friends don't choke nothing. <laughs> we are the thorns. We are the rock. We are the wayside. Oh, hallelujah! Come on, let me hear hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. It's not all bad, though. Oh, hallelujah. It's not all bad. The Lord gave us a good one. He said, and I know everybody, go check this box. That's me. This right. This, this one is me. Right? Ain't nobody signed up for the Stony Ground. Like, nah, that's, I know a Stony Ground person, but it ain't me. But I got to, you know, before I go this way, I got to tell you, we all have a little Stony Ground in us for, for some things. And when it comes on to certain things, we have a little thorn in us. If you really think about it, maybe you're mad at somebody for something, and, you, you know, you want them to feel the pain, and you don't want to let it go, so you become a thorn. And, or maybe, you, 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 you know, and this is why the Bible says there was the divorce happened. It says, for the hardness of your heart. Right? So their circumstances would cause us to enter into one of these state of being. We're not necessarily all thorns and or all stones or all what was the one um, or, or without roots, without foundation. But there are things we have no foundation in. 
And there are things we, 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 we don't care about. And then there are things we don't want to deal with and we choke it out. So we're really all of those things. But I have some good news. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus said, but others fell into good ground. Oh, hallelujah. Can I have an amen for the good ground in here this morning? Come on. Can I have a praise amen. the Lord from the good ground that are on the line? Can I have a word from the amen. good ground that understands what it means to go to be a good ground? Oh, hallelujah. Yes, yes. You got, I, I beat Lord. you up when you were the stony ground, so you got to take some praise when you're the good ground. You're all of them, really. We're all of them. It's a process. But others fell onto good ground and brought forth fruit. Oh, hallelujah. Have you ever brought forth fruit in anything? Oh, it's a wonderful feeling to bring forth fruit. It's a wonderful, you walk around proud. Ain't nobody who have a garden. Oh, hallelujah. And the garden don't bring forth fruit. Happy. They said, what's wrong with my garden, man? Even if it brings forth fruit and the insects eat it, you say, well, at least it's beer. <laughs> Amen. But when it doesn't bring forth fruit, you feel like you failed. But others fell, and it's, the Bible says, and it brought forth fruit. Some an hundred, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Oh, hallelujah. That's a multiplication in process. Hallelujah. Every facet of our life, we can apply these, these state of being. Am I going to be a multiplier? Am I going to be a choker? Am I gonna, you know what? Since we're all of these things, the Bible tells us that whatever you bind on earth shall be bind in heaven. Yes. Uh, you know what? Instead of, you know what? I'm going to tell you. You know what? The Lord just revealed something to me. Hold on. Let me, uh, I got a little sniffle here. Let me just wipe my nose. Excuse me. Hallelujah. I'm not going to tell you. I don't want you to throw away the thorn. I'm just, I got a revelation here for you. I don't want you to stop being a thorn. I want you to use it. But just don't choke out the wrong thing. Anything that is not of God, thorn it. Use that, the same thing that used to kill you. And the same thing that used to cause you to lose your blessing, let's use it to kill your curse. Let's take that very thorn. Let's take it and snuff out the things that don't belong to God. Hallelujah. And when someone comes to you with disbelief, I want you to take that rock, the hardness of your heart, and protect yourself. Yes, How about yes, that? Yes, yes. And when someone starts to want to plant a prophecy that says your life is not going to be anywhere, I want you to take that shallowness of earth and say, you're not going to get planted in here. Hallelujah. And rebuke that prophecy. And this prophecy ain't going to grow. So I want you to take that shallowness and use it against those negative prophecies. Take those rocks and use it against disbelief. Take those thorns and choke out Things that don't belong to God. In Jesus' name. 
In Jesus' so name. Where we can start the pruning process. We can start the ratification. We can start the transformation. We can be who God wants us to be in the fullness of, of our victory. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come Hallelujah. on, let the good ground stand in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Good ground, stand up and give God some praise, good ground. Come on, hallelujah. let's get to the altar. Let's give God some praise. Let's close out the session with a hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The good ground, hallelujah. Oh, glory Keep to God. Keep your faults. Don't get rid of your faults. Just use them in the right way. Hallelujah. And let the pruning begin so you can bring forth fruit. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. In Jesus' name, Jesus come into your heart this morning as it. Hallelujah. Have faith in him and trust in him. Believe in him. Give him your heart (laughs) and desire. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, Deacon Cole. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And the cross. Touch and anoint. Hallelujah. Bless our soul, O oh God. Yes, and yes. And that from our head or our feet. Lord, come into Lord, our heart. Jesus, as they come to Jesus, our hearts. come to Jesus right now. He will yes, save Lord. you. Jesus, he will save you right now. Right now. Thank you, Deacon. Bless the Lord. We hallelujah. Hallelujah, we hallelujah. Glorify your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Mother Moore, you can stay right there. Praise the Lord, brother John. God bless you. Mother Moore, tell us a word. Give us an encouragement, Mother Moore. Bless the Lord this morning. I just want to encourage all of us to stand firm in God because he's the only one to depend on. You know, um, this morning when I came in, the whole side of my face was hurting and I said, God, touch me this morning and let me just prove you. And in about maybe five minutes, it went away. And I just want to give God thanks this morning because he is, he is all I have. I may have children and family, but Jesus is the focus of my life. So I just want you all to just look to God because he is the author and the finisher of our faith and just stand firm in Jesus because He's the only one, and he's the only one that is Hallelujah. holding us up and bearing us up. And um, people say he has our back. He always has our back. So just keep, keep in Jesus and do what you know is right in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Thank you. I'm going to ask my wife to come and say a word and close us out in prayer. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't God good? What a mighty God we serve. God is good and all the time. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I've proven God so many times. Hallelujah. It's not because Amen. I deserve oh, yeah. the blessings that he has bestowed upon me, but it's just because of how amazing he is. Hallelujah. I'm just encouraging each and every one of you this morning. Don't be the wayside. Don't be the thorn. Don't be the rocky ground. Amen. 
just be the Amen. fertile ground. Amen. Hallelujah. So we can bear fruit in Hallelujah. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We have fruitful people here this morning in the sanctuary. And we have fruitful people on the telechurch line this morning. Hallelujah. We have people who believe in God, and that's the reason we can all join together. We're all like-minded people this morning. Thank you, Jesus. He deserves all the glory, the honor, and praise. Amen? So I'm just encouraging Amen. you to remember in 1 John 4, 7 and 8, where it says, Beloved, let us love one another, because love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who loves not knows not God. For God is love. So that's where it starts with love. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Let us start with love. And then everything else will fall into place. But when our heart, as we heard our brother Dwight say on the line this morning, sometimes it's because we harden our hearts. We go through all these different things. Amen? But let us just Amen. relax Hallelujah. ourselves. Let go and let God this morning take control of our entire being. Let's walk the talk this morning. So we're not going to come into church and praise God this morning and then we step out and go back into the regular life. Amen? Amen. We're going to walk Amen. out and let our light shine. So when we step off this church line and step out of this sanctuary this morning, people are going to just see this glow around us. They're going to see this halo. We can't see it and we're going to wonder what they're talking about. But because the Holy Spirit is with us, we're going to lift the lives that we every person we come across we're going to impact them just because of the aura surrounding us amen we don't even have to open our mouths they're supposed to see us and see jesus amen, amen. hallelujah amen. thank you jesus most righteous and eternal father god we just want to glorify your holy name god we just want to praise you because you are worthy mighty jesus god we just want to thank you for blessing each and every one of us to be in the sanctuary and to be on the telechurch line today god we just want to thank you for the word that you placed on your servant's heart this morning to deliver to us god we're praying mighty jesus that it will have impacted us from the crown of our heads to the sole of our feet mighty god it would not have come into one ear and depart through the other mighty jesus hallelujah but it would souls mighty God to want to praise you more to want to do more for you to evangelize mighty God and to win souls for your kingdom because that is what you've called us for my Jesus hallelujah God as we go our different ways this morning I pray God that you'll just guide us along our way Lord Jesus that your Holy Spirit will stay with us Father God that your blood that was shed on the cross mighty Jesus hallelujah will continue to be a covering over us over our children mighty Jesus over our families as a whole, mighty God. Anyone on the line in the church this morning, any situation that they have that's not of you, mighty God, we're binding that up and we're rebuking it to the pit of hell, mighty God. Hallelujah. Because it's only good that comes of you, mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. And if we're walking with you and we're talking with you, mighty Jesus, hallelujah, then our situations will be resolved, God. And if there's a situation, God, that you put upon us, mighty Jesus, open our eyes, mighty God, so we can see and understand what it is that you're trying to teach us lord jesus hallelujah so that we can change our folly grounds lord jesus hallelujah and walk in the light mighty god hallelujah continue to bless this church lord jesus bless us spiritually lord bless us with souls lord god to be baptized in your name mighty jesus 
Father God, and for those on the telechurch line, I pray that you just continue to lift their hearts. If they're sick, mighty God, we're claiming healing, Father God, through your blood, mighty Jesus. And if they're at work, Lord God, hallelujah, they're taking their, their sheep out of the ditch, Lord God. We thank you for the job that you've blessed them with. And we're believing that you'll give them the way, mighty God, to come into the sanctuary, Lord God, when you see fit, mighty Jesus. Father God, bless each and every one of us, Lord God. Cover, Lord God, our pastor, Joel Anderson, mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. Continue to use him in amazing ways, Lord God. You see that he's digital-minded, that, that he's a techie, Lord God, and you continue to use him, mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. To equip him with ideas, Lord God, that will bless people, Lord God, whether in the United States, whether in Africa, whether in Europe, Lord God, everywhere across the world, people will be able to hear your word. And we thank you, God. For each and every one who is with us today, guide us and protect us in your holy name, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Let's say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. May the, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us all now and forevermore till Jesus come. God bless you. Greet somebody. Love somebody. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, everyone, on the telechurch line. See you next week for another service. Invite someone to telechurch too also. All right. Love you all. God bless you. Amen. 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 God bless.